Hello friends, this is Parag here, your host on Stay Strong Podcast. Thank you very much for joining this podcast. It's my promise to bring you the world-class information in the field of kettlebell, scalable sport and strength and conditioning. Today we have Dell from Michigan. Dell is a professional engineer working in a Ford Motor Company in Michigan. He started his kettlebell journey at the age of 50. Today he's 62. He is lifting kettlebells for 12 years. Until 50, he was pretty much regular with the exercise, which is going to the gym and walking. But he explored kettlebells as a strength and conditioning tool initially, and then discovered kettlebell sport by himself. He went and checked out one of the competitions, and that is where he actually got a little intrigue about kettlebell sport. And he slowly started researching about kettlebell sport, and he himself prepared and got into the competition where he met Coach Ken and then it was no looking back for him. He has done some immense lifting like double 24 with or 72 reps, which is a great number at his age. We are going to actually see his training program, his nutrition. He trains six times a week. So we are going to see how does he recover and what is the nutrition program, what is the training program looks like at his age so that we can learn a lot of things from such masterclass which I'm trying to bring you uh, via having such kind of podcast. So guys, please help me welcome Dell from US. Yeah, hello friends, welcome back to Stay Strong Podcast. We have Dell from Michigan, US. It's uh, quite exciting for me to share uh, Dell's journey in this podcast. Over to you Dell, please introduce yourself, your professional background and how did you get into kettlebell sport? Yeah, so my name is Dale Wall. I'm an engineer at Ford Motor Company. I live in Michigan in the U.S. And my journey into kettlebells, well, training with kettlebells started about 12 years ago. My wife's uh, kickboxing uh, trainer opened up a gym, um, an MMA gym, but he also had strength and conditioning classes. It's okay. uh, so Victorious MMA um, Strength and Conditioning is the name of the gym. Okay. And when he opened that up, I started doing the strength and conditioning with him and his main tool for strength and conditioning is kettlebell. So yes. That's when I first started lifting kettlebells. And then probably about eight years ago, I was just scrolling online at um, kettlebell sites and saw that there was going a kettlebell sport competition in Jackson, Michigan, which is not too far from me. So I thought, I'll go and watch it and uh, as I'm watching, talking to some people, I'm thinking, this looks like something I could do. So I started researching, found the next one that was fairly close to me and signed up for it and trained myself. I didn't know anyone in the sport, didn't know anyone to really even get advice from other than looking online, but trained myself to do a 10 minute snatch set with 16 kilogram uh, kettlebells and 
got a first place and have been hooked ever since. Wow, that's great. So, yeah, great. So, uh, did someone introduce kettlebell sport to you, or do you yourself uh, explored it? Just, just found it online. Um, okay, okay. Explored okay. it myself. So, so your journey basically started with strength and conditioning classes and uh, then you wanted to dig, dig in more information about kettlebells and that is how you get uh, the information about kettlebell sport, right? Yes. Oh, great, great. So, uh, when you started your journey, did you find a coach or are you still training by yourself? No, eventually I did uh, start working with Ken Blackburn, okay. um, AFF. Okay. And Ken does uh, programming for my kettlebell training. I he's about thirty miles from me, so okay. Low about forty-five minute drive for me to go see him. So I did go work out with Ken about once a month, and okay. me with technique and also a lot of general. Uh, Okay. Fitness stuff, so. Wow, wow, wow. So it's been 10 years you're lifting kettlebells, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. wow, that's great. Now, uh, when you started lifting kettlebells, uh, what is the main change have you seen in yourself, the transition that is either is a, it's a, of course it will be a physical change, but apart from the physical change, what is the, what is the change you have seen that when you adapted kettlebell sport, this change happened to you? Oh, biggest change. Before I started uh, training with kettlebells, I I ran a lot. Okay. And just basically going to the gym and lifting them machines by myself. So I felt like I was fit. Okay. I looked, okay. Looked like I was fit. Okay. But it's it's a huge change since training with kettlebells. I'm I've realized I wasn't as fit as I thought. I am in I was probably I would have been fifty about fifty years old when I started work training okay. with kettlebells. Okay. And okay. Since doing so, I <clears throat> probably, you know, okay. the fittest I've ever been, the strongest I've been, um, mobility-wise, my flexibility, mobility, everything has increased. So, wow. and a lot of it, you know, I do a lot more other exercises along with my kettlebell training, but it's okay. just my whole workout routine is completely different than what it was before I got into kettlebells so okay okay so uh, you mentioned that you are working with Ford Motor Company that means now uh, you are uh, are you into a desk job or do you move around a desk job okay so uh, we encounter a lot of people who typically working into an IT company and uh, want to get into any kind of fitness activity so what is your recommendation or suggestion uh, based on your experience because you uh, started lifting kettlebells at the age of 50 now uh, you're 62 correct me if I'm wrong so it's been 12 years you're lifting kettlebells so 
uh, how is it helping you in your work if you can just uh, uh, throw a little highlight on it how it has helped in your work how the kettlebell sport and lifting kettlebells has helped you in your work oh you know realistically i i can definitely i mean i don't get as sore and stiff when i'm sitting at the desk all day i i'm actually more alert part of it is because i focus on getting more sleep now i okay my general patterns have changed enough i'm more alert like i said i just i can sit longer okay. where before having to get up and stretch all the time where i still do get up and stretch but i don't feel i have to okay okay yeah that's uh that's a really great thing because what happens is with the age um it becomes very difficult to move and uh at times many people are not really aware that um, your body is meant to use and uh, we tend to really forget that art of doing strength training when you actually age you really require more of lifting weights with the right coaching guideline which i guess you are doing correctly and you're really prospering in kettlebell sport which is really been we really look forward for you know people especially who are about 50 and lifting kettlebells and how do they really manage their mind and body and progress in the sport that's that's really great deal of good deal um, about your journey it's been 12 years you're doing really great now uh, wanted to understand like how does your workout pattern really looks like like do you work out three times a week four times a week or do you simultaneously also do running any kind of a cardio activity or you're just depending on training with kettlebells and kettlebell sport i i work out six days a week so i work three days um kettlebell sport training okay and then i'll do three days uh strength and conditioning so sometimes uh you know, maybe working with kettlebells um use a lot of lot of different base i'm real big into working out with mace um bulgarian bags yeah um i do weather permitting because michigan weather's not always great but weather permitting i do try to get in a three mile run before my workouts and okay um a lot a lot of floor work core work that i never did before so yeah. i never realized the importance of having a strong core um yes and my you know nine kettlebell um sport training days i also have start start doing a lot more uh barbell work um also uh, okay then squats um anything really to build well, my legs for having more explosion yes for um getting the kettlebells up whether it be snatch or a long cycle 
Okay, okay, okay. So what is your favorite lift? Like you do long cycle mostly or do you do snatch? Because I guess you mentioned that uh, you started with the snatch when you didn't have any exposure. So are you still continuing to do snatch or have you shifted to long cycle? I shifted to long cycle um, and let's see, I've been doing kettlebell sport now for seven years. Yes. And the first uh, first competition was snatch, but then once I realized what long cycle was, I've never heard of long cycle before. Okay. Once I realized what it was and I gave it a try, I pretty much became for competition strictly long cycle. Um, that okay. came up one until just recently, well, until I turned uh, 60. Okay. <laughs> once I turned 60, I was for international competition for world championships. I am now lifting 16 kilogram bells instead of 24 kilogram bells. Now I'm doing all three. I'm doing biathlon, long cycle, and snatch and jerk okay okay interesting great so, so in, uh, i did compete in all three okay 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 yeah your training uh, really looks intense because you mentioned that you're training for six days that means you just rest one day so how do you deal with the recovery so in that sense is like uh, do you really recover well do you have any kind of a set nutrition program uh, which can or probably someone else here recommended to you or do you follow uh, regular nutrition what you have do you have any kind of supplementation if you can just uh, have a little exposure to that sector that area now the um, the nutritional part I really need to get better at um, that's probably my biggest weakness I I watch what I eat but I don't really follow a plan at all, so okay. that would get better at. Um, as far as supplements, occasionally I uh, will do uh, protein shakes. Okay. Um, not, I'm not die hard, you know, I have to have my protein shake every day. It has to be a certain way, but I do the, the occasional protein shakes and, you know, competitions I will take protein bars that's about it I don't I don't do much else for supplements other than I do get a vitamin drip uh, IV drip about once a month just for well general health yes so. okay okay so uh, are you vegetarian or non-vegetarian like uh, do you eat non-veg chicken or fish i i ever kind of be you can imagine i'm non-vegetarian so okay. okay i like my protein but i do try to i don't eat a lot of red meat i love red meat but i try to focus more on you know sticking with chicken fish uh, pork so. okay 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 so before 50, uh, when you started lifting weights or when you actually got exposed to kettlebell sport, 
were you in any kind of sport in the sense like did you do exercise earlier like so cycling running on regular basis when i say regular basis is like three or four times a week any kind of exercise until you were 50 yes mm-hmm. uh, well most of my adult life i've always had gym memberships um it was fairly steady at going and lifting nothing serious never wanted to become huge uh, lifter bulky or anything like that okay just a uh, general to try to stay fit and um some cycling and probably mostly running okay i did uh 5k's on a regular basis for a long time and then start getting into doing uh, the occasional 10Ks and then half marathons. And when I turned 50, that is when I decided to do my first full marathon. Okay. I've, I've done two um, full marathons. And then when I actually, when I got into kettlebell sport is when I um, quit doing, I, I've still done a couple half marathons. I quit doing the full marathons just because the training was too intense on my legs yes. and okay. left me for kettlebell sport. Okay. 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 Got it. So you've been pretty much regular with the trains. Um, I mean, all your life, right? Right from your childhood days up to your college and then even post-college when you get start working still you're been pretty regular to do the exercise has yeah. that helped you in kettlebell sport that's my question to you in yeah. a ways in a ways like at times uh, we land up some injury we have some kind of injury so how how was the transition in the sense like if you're doing bodybuilding type of exercises were you very stiff what what programs did you change when you actually moved from your regular training programs to kettlebell sport? Uh, did you work more on flexibility or did you work more on endurance? What change did you make? Uh, a lot. The, the endurance is, was probably the toughest part. Um, okay. So even even though I ran the endurance for a 10 minute set in kettlebell sport, it's completely different um, because you're doing both strength and cardio. Um, yes. And especially when you get into those 24 kilogram bells and heavier, it can be a lot. Um, yes, yes. A 50 year old, but. Uh, <laughs> yes, I can imagine, yes. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I mean, it took a while. I, when I'm riding the bike, instead of, you know, just trying to keep a, a consistent, you know, steady pace, okay. I'm having to do a lot more uh, hard um, running or pedaling and, you know, get the heart rate up more while riding the bike. I think that's probably the biggest thing is getting that heart rate up and doing exercise exercises to 
keep it elevated. Okay. Okay. Where before it was usually you know moderate heart rate, steady pace, and never, never really maxing out my heart rate and keeping it there for a long time. Okay. And that's the biggest thing for a technical sport that you need to be able to. Okay. 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 So, have you got any negative experience of uh, kettlebell sport? Uh, maybe uh, injury or something else, uh, any kind of negative, if you have. Yeah, I ended up uh, having shoulder problems, my left shoulder. And I was going to see a uh, soft tissue uh, specialist having her work on my shoulder on a regular basis. Okay. Every two weeks, pretty much. I mean, okay. my traps were solid rock. Um, there was... A lot of stiffness. Yeah, she was doing dry needling, cupping, um, massaging, everything, just to loosen it up and make it feel good. So okay. that I could get a mess it up again and go see her and they never regular basis and she finally convinced me to go get x-rays done okay um this was 2020 so okay. over here there wasn't much going on anyways and i have done a couple um a competition where i did both i was going to do both long cycle and biathlon Okay. long cycle well but i had nothing left in my left shoulder for biathlon and that's why i went and got some x-rays done and they did find a couple slight tears nothing that required surgery but i had to take about six months off four months of physical therapy okay learning to lift um properly using okay. more smaller muscles rather than just the delts and the main you know larger muscles so learning how to lift um, properly using my entire body and um, as I think I said four months of physical therapy then coming back starting my first comp going back down to 16 kilogram bells and working my way back up to the 24s again. Okay. okay. So, and also during that time, because I wasn't supposed, that six months, I wasn't supposed to be doing any overhead lifting on my own. Okay. So I started doing more running and sprinting um, as part of my conditioning. Okay. And proceeded to strain a hamstring doing that. So, okay. So that slowed me down completely. I have now also seen someone uh, on a, about once a month, um, a stretch uh, massage therapist. And he spends, you know, 30 minutes, about once a month, um, stretching the hips, massaging my hamstrings, uh, just glutes, everything to 
loosen my legs and keep the flexibility in my legs and it's been a huge uh, help. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, this injury was because of the lifting, wrong technique or it was because of overuse? What, would, what it was? Sorry? It was overuse. I mean, overuse, the, okay. the, the technique, yeah, so, I mean, just like differences in my technique. One, I was keeping my uh, shoulders too tense in the overhead position. Okay, okay. And instead of once getting them up overhead, relaxing them. So I was okay. keeping them tense, keeping my traps tight, everything too tight throughout my entire lift. Okay. And needed to learn to relax my relax. Yes. muscles more. And it was okay. big difference, especially okay. in that overhead position. Okay, okay, okay. So, how are things now? I mean, have you taken the rehabilitation and now you're uh, recovered much better? Recovered much better. I've changed some of my uh, workout um, routine to where I'm doing more stretching and using, uh, doing some uh, stick mobility work on regular basis for flexibility and mobility. I'm doing a lot of uh, body tempering, which is rolling out with a uh, 110-pound uh, roller. Okay. After, I can roll out the, my, the front, having someone roll out um, my back and my uh, hamstrings with the heavy rollers, so. Okay, okay. So that's helping your lifting. Oh yeah, it's helping. Well, it's, yeah, keeping my body just in better shape. Okay, okay, okay. That's great. That's great. Wow. So, uh, like, uh, do you, uh, you know, like you you had trained earlier uh, by yourself, and now you're training with a coach. What is the main difference you see? Uh, because at times many people coach by themselves and they really take a big route to reach to where they really want to go. But with the coach, they can really go faster. What is your view on it? Yeah. Actually, training with the coach has become, made my life a lot easier. Okay. Um, even my, my strength and conditioning trainer has helped me out a lot. Um, Calbell coach, he works a lot with me on my technique, my programming, so I know what to work on for Calbell sport. Um, yes. strength, strength and conditioning um, trainer has gotten real good at, you know, checking with me right after the cop and asking me, okay, what's the first thing that failed on you? Okay. What what kept you from getting one more rep? Was <laughs> it legs? Was it arm? Was it endurance? So that he would know, okay, this is what we need to focus on in exactly. the general strength and conditioning. So yes. that's, that's always 
I mean, sometimes even before asking me what the results were, that's his, he wants to know what failed. And that has been a huge help, getting me to focus on the right stuff. Yes, yes. But then both my trainer and my kettlebell sport uh, coach are big into recovery. Yeah. Taking time off from resting the body, don't overdo it. At one time, I was going to the gym, oh, I'd say usually about eight to nine times a week. I've always taken Sundays off. Okay. A lot of times I was running on Sundays, but um, I would, um, two or three days a week, I would be doing double workouts going in both the morning and the evening. Oh, it's and too much work. They're like, no, don't do that. You know, you're, you're going, if you're going six days a week, that's still more than most people. So you're yes. doing fine. But now, if I'm tired, if I feel like I have, you know, something bothering me a little bit, I'm not afraid to take time off. They want me to, you know, take a day off, rest an extra day. Exactly. Um, when it comes time for competitions, I start, you know, my taper down. Usually, especially lot big competition if it's going to uh, worlds. Okay. Well, I will not be lifting kettlebells at all the week before the competition. A lot of people are, you know, wanting to get to the gym as soon as they get to where they're going and get practice set in. I've been told no, don't touch kettlebells until it's time to lift. Okay. okay. So, taking time off before the comp and then usually at least a week after the comp um, my trainer won't even let me in, walk in the gym after I get back from a comp he doesn't want to see me for at least a week yeah 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 and some, sometimes more and then once I get back in he's gonna beat the heck out of me but <laughs> he wants okay. Let's make sure I have time for recovery. And okay. Huge help. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Wow. Great. <clears throat> so, what's the one thing uh, your coach expects from you when he's training to you? Oh, he's, I mean, his biggest thing, because he sends me my programming online and when I fill that out and initially I was just uh, filling out okay here's my reps here's my heart rate you know given the results and he's like no he goes your results are always good he goes I'm not worried about that give me comments tell me how you feel tell me you know what's hard about it what's easy about it so he he needs 
he wants more feedback than just the results of, you know, am I able to do what he programmed for me? Okay. Interesting. Okay. Great. 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 So, uh, I would like to know your best uh, kettlebell sport lifting numbers in US as well as overseas. If you're doing marathon, maybe one or two marathon and probably 10 minute classic. If you can just give the best numbers in long cycle snatch or biathlon, whatever the best is there. Yeah, so I, I've done a couple half marathons, nothing nothing in competition just in training sets Achha, okay not, not really there um i've considered being more into it but i'm too busy with the classic 10 minute sets so but my best and this would have been one uh, world competition for 24 kilogram long cycle was 72 reps okay so that was when? I believe that one may have been 2019 in Serbia. That's Ayukil? Huh? That was Ayukil? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to double check that. I believe that's when that one was. But, uh, okay. And then, oh, for. Um, 16 kilograms since I've turned 60. My best uh, for long cycle was a 113 reps. Okay. That would have been at the Cali Open of this past this year, so 2022. Okay. And that was. Dennis's uh, competition in California. And then in Portugal, I had, that would have been my best oh, for jerk, which I think that was 133 reps. Okay. And then my best for a snatch is 198 reps. Yeah, that and was it uh, double 16? That was 16. Okay. And that, that's the one that keeps haunting me because I I want to hit 200 on that one. And okay. And I came close in Portugal. Um, my judge actually kept slowing me down, so I must not have been fixating quick enough at the top because I had, I was in shape. I felt like I could have got more reps, but since she was slowing me down, I'm, I'm sure it was the fixation at the top that she was looking at. Okay. So, so I will- That's an incredible number still at your age. It's amazing. Wow, congratulations for that. Yes, thank you. Great. So, yeah, it's been a great journey, Dale, and thank you very much. I would like you, if you can, uh, uh, like give a message for the Indian lifters, especially the lifters who want to get into the sport above 50, as well as the lifters who are 
uh, experienced lifter, experienced lifter like me who are into who are into twenties, who are into thirties, who are into forties, maybe what message you want to give them? Well, I mean, important things are listen to your body, take time off. Don't be afraid to take time off if you need it. Um, especially for recovery. Um, as you get older, the body needs it more. More rest, recovery that you can get, it helps. Um, but other than that, have fun with it. If it's if it starts becoming work, if it's frustrating you, if you're not enjoying it, then why are you doing it? Absolutely. First, have professionals, so always make sure you're having fun with it. Yes. Yes. That's a great message. Yeah, great. Great, great, great. Thank you, Dale. Thank you very much for your time. It was really wonderful speaking to you. And I'm sure uh, viewers who are going to check this podcast out are going to learn a lot. I've learned a lot, especially the feedback part, which you mentioned that uh, you will always do good in your numbers. But the feedback, how do you feel, Dale, about the competition? Like that part was really interesting, which I think it's kind of a takeaway from the podcast. Personally, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, great. 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 So I wish you good luck for your upcoming competition. Which is the next competition you are getting into? The next one I will be getting into will be uh, more than likely in January. It will be a local competition. Well, not local for me, but a um, small competition at a gym in Missouri. Okay. Okay. That's great. Great, great, great. So I wish you good luck and I'm looking forward for your next WKSF event in Hungary. All right. That sounds nice. Okay. Great. Talking to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye.